Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to the Inspired Table podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Inspired Table Podcast. I'm Jordana Levine and today I catch up with my gorgeous friend Kate Dalton who is the founder and creator of herbal tea company Made Tea. Um, I love this interview because it tells the story of how Kate was studying naturopathy and kind of fell into her tea business. It wasn't something that she'd planned. It's something that just kind of evolved organically. And I think that's a really beautiful way to start a business because it kind of takes the expectation and the pressure off you because you didn't have any to begin with. Um, This is a very real and a very raw interview. Um, I loved chatting to Kate. I loved hearing the ins and outs of her business and her move up to Byron Bay. And I hope you will enjoy it in equal measure. I started studying naturopathy about like seven years ago, I think. Um, And then I just kind of accidentally started a tea business didn't really realize it was actually going to turn into a business it was just a bit of fun and then um yeah so that was three years ago that I started the business and then since then it's just been this crazy fun roller coaster of yeah like little collaborations and like just yeah could never have imagined and what uh, made you what made you want to study naturopathy in the first place um, so I actually got quite sick. I used to live a lifestyle a little bit um, opposite to what I am now, I guess. Um, Didn't we all? <laughs> yeah. So um, it was all, it's all um, been for a good reason. It's got to me, got me to where I am now. Um, but I, yeah, I fell quite sick and I just had crazy digestive issues, pretty bad anxiety, depression, all that sort of stuff. And um, I was going to doctors and all these specialists and medication, all that kind of thing, and just nothing was really, you know, hitting the spot. I was just going around in circles. Um, and I went and saw a naturopath, and she was actually my best friend's mum. And I thought, oh, a naturopath. Like, I knew all about nutrition and all that sort of stuff, but I didn't really know. I actually didn't know that much about herbs. Like, I was, I was pretty intrigued by it. And then, mm. yeah, so everything that she did for me was just – you know, obviously not an overnight miracle cure because nothing is, but um, she just completely changed my way of 
thinking of, you know, what health is and just educated me on what, you know, what I really needed to do to change my life for the better and to just become healthy and how much that would impact everything I was kind of experiencing. Like I just kind of thought there's all these different things that are wrong with me, but really it was just coming down to me living a really unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing led to another and then I started – I started researching where, like, how I could become a naturopath, and then I, I'm pretty sure I enrolled within like a week of seeing this lady. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I started that in Sydney, um, and then I, now I live up in Byron, and I'm still studying up at the Gold Coast. So, what was it about your studies that made you think that herbal tea was the the route to go down? Um, I think because I first I was really interested in nutrition, and I actually. Um, firstly, I only enrolled in a nutrition course. Um, and then because this naturopath had given me all these herbs and they were just working so well, I was so amazed by it all. I switched to naturopathy and then I just started getting so into herbs and I was like, wow, like this is, I feel like, why doesn't everyone know about this? Like, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's, it's incredible, incredible stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I was making all of these teas for myself. So I had, um, I had these herbal mixes that the naturopath had given me, which are in an alcoholic extract. Um, And then I was just kind of replicating that into a tea. So I was just buying all the dried herbs and making that into a big like decoction on the stove and just kind of drinking that throughout the day. And it was just helping so much. So then obviously I had changed all of this, um, like changed my whole diet and everything as well. But yeah, the herbs all really resonated with me. It just felt really good. So does that mean that your tea um, flavors now that you have work on quite a medicinal level rather than just a a flavor level? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I make sure that I'm creating so um, like digest, for example, because there's so many different symptoms that you can have in your digestive system. Um, You could have like cramping, flatulence, bloating. There's all different herbs um, for all of these different symptoms. So rather than just using peppermint, which is great, like really great for flatulence, um, I put in calendula, which is a great anti-inflammatory, so that's going to take away all the inflammation of the gut lining. Um, And then like licorice is um, a really nice, it's called a um, mucous membrane trophor restorative, which is going to bring back all of the, um, it's just going to repair all of the damaged cells in the yeah, it's got something called mucilage, and mucilage, which kind of repairs all the cells as it passes through. Um, and then the other ingredient in it is fennel, which is really great for um, flatulence and bloating as well. So I just try and hit all angles of like certain ailments that people might be suffering from. And it's it's a much more enjoyable way to um, take the herbs than those oh, than those tonics that make you definitely. want to spit them out the minute they touch it. Yep. <laughs> Whenever I prescribe them to clients, they come back in and they're like, "What is that thing you gave? Can't even take it." So it's I always so make sure bad. that I make them taste a bit better. I put some fennel or some licorice or something in there to make yeah. them taste a bit better. Yeah, tea is a much more enjoyable way. <laughs> much more enjoyable. So let's let's go back to the beginning of made tea. Yeah. How did it start? Um, yeah, so I was making all of these, um, little decoctions at home and then, um, yeah, my friends and family were all trying them and they're like, these are great. You should start a company, like start a little tea business. And it's like, no way I wouldn't have a clue how to make, like start a business. And then I thought, oh, whatever. It's just, 
it would just be me making tea all day. Like that would, that sounds amazing. So then, um, yeah, one thing led to another. And I think cause I was, I was working at Ruby's diner at the time. It's a really nice cafe down in Bronte and they, um, the owner of that was like, Oh, you should start a tea business. Like we'd definitely stock it here. So that was a little bit of a kick to do it as well. And then, um, yeah, so I did. And then it just kind of went from there. I was asking just random people advice on all of, you know, the business side of things, which I didn't really have any clue about, to be honest. Um, yeah, and then it just grew and grew. And I was, I actually started it as a, um, as like a personalized tea blend. Um, so someone would write to me with like what different symptoms they have and then I'd create a tea based on their symptoms. So that's how I started and then I thought, wow, this is not really, really yeah. to keep difference. It's just going <laughs> to say amazing service but yeah. not sustainable. Almost too good because yeah. it was just I would need like a million little assistants to help me do that if I was still doing that. But, yeah, that's why I created all of these blends around the most common elements that people might need a tea for. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course, the range must have grown over time, did it? Yeah, I start. I think I started with about nine, and now I have twelve. So it hasn't really grown too much. I don't want to give people too much of a. I don't want them to feel overwhelmed when they go mm. on my website. So I would rather them just go in there and go, "Yep, digest. I need something for my digestion. I need serenity to help me sleep at night." And I don't want them to be like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, should I?" You know, I want it to be kind of simple, and um, I don't want to, yeah, make people too overwhelmed with too much option going on. So what are the biggest changes you've seen the brand go through since the beginning stages? Um, well, I completely changed my whole branding. <laughs> um, so that was within about, I think that was after about the first year or year and a half. So how um, did the, sorry, I'll just stop you there. How did the original branding come in? Um, I did it all myself and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> like most, uh, most things in new businesses. Yeah, I just, yeah. I was a student. I had no money. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to design this. And I actually got these little letters from, um, I think I bought them online and they were like little stamps and I made my logo out of that <laughs> because I just was so, <laughs> so cute. I had no money and I needed like some way to show this is called made tea. Like I didn't know. <laughs> I just had no idea. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of saved up to let the experts take over and, yeah, I was handwriting all of the labels at the start as oh well, like God. handwriting all of the ingredients and writing a little note on them all. And <laughs> yes, it's changed a lot. So when you went through that branding exercise, you went through an agency, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I went through Smackbang Designs and they've been amazing. They actually just redid my website for me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. God, their work's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. Mm. So what do you think, how, how long have you had the tea business now? Um, three years. Three years. Wow. So and over I, that three-year period, <clears throat> what do you think the biggest hurdles were that you faced? Um, I think at the start, like all of the, all of the actual business stuff. Like someone's like, "Oh, so what kind of um, insurance do you have?" And I'm like, "Wow, insurance. That's something I've got to think about." Like yeah. just all of these things that I just didn't think about at the start. Um, that was a pretty big hurdle, and because it's such a, um, it's not just like opening a cafe or something it's a bit more which I didn't really think it was too you know obscure but it is in terms of finding the right insurance so mm. that was a little bit hard so I ended up going through a broker and that made it so much easier because he just slotted me into some category um yeah so that 
all the legal side of it, all of like the um, the labeling requirements and all of that kind of stuff was a little bit hard because you'd think you could just Google it and it would be right there, but you kind of got to really sift through all of the... <laughs> How frustrating yeah. is it when Google doesn't have the answer? Oh, I know. I just want it to come up on the first page, but yeah. that never happens. You have to go through <laughs> a million pages until you find it. And um, yeah, that's been, um, that's been hard. Another thing is I'm really quite bad at delegating. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like having control of everything and like I really want to see every tea before it goes out. Like I don't... I was really, I really struggled with letting some, like a staff member do the whole process from like blending it to packing it and sending it out and whatever. I feel like I have to oversee every single thing. So I'm a bit of a perfectionist and that was um, something I really needed to work on was just to put trust in other people to to do it for me, which has just helped so much. So <laughs> you, you have found that you've been able to step back a little bit from that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So how many staff do you have now? Do you have staff? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have a girl who does all of my accounts and marketing. Um, and then I have – and she just kind of is a bit of an all-rounder as well. She's amazing. She's so incredible. Um, and then I have, like, production girls who just um, – who package all the tea for me now. Beautiful. Yeah, which is so nice because I'd be standing there packing it and thinking, oh, my God, I've got to get right back to that email and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. So – it's good that I can just have someone who stands there and they love it. Like it's so nice and therapeutic just to stand there and pack tea. And I know that there's so much love going into it still. Which is, mm. Oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Um, and so what do you think if you had to list them would mm-hmm. be some of the values that you pride your business on? Um, mostly that it's all organic. Um, it's all handmade. Um, someone asked me the other day, they were like, now you've even got handmade written everywhere. Like what if you get really busy? And I'm like, it's still going to be handmade. I'll hire More 10 million people if I need to. <laughs> like I'm yeah. never changed the whole, you know, point of the business. Um, yeah, I think um, – I just got a bit stuck. Um, yeah, so that it's organic, it's handmade. Um, and with, the, with it being organic – that so uh, I mean are there hurdles with that that every yeah, hurdle that, that you get in has to be yeah. certified yeah definitely I've found some really good suppliers that um so I use suppliers I've got one supplier now that they only sell organic or they only source organic so that means that I know it can never be mixed up or like there's no chance of it you know being even okay. <laughs> I don't use the word contaminated but yeah something that's not organic like just so if there's any you know, there's no chance of there being any pesticides or herbicides or anything in there. Um, another hurdle is, of course, like the whole point of um, non-organic is to keep bugs and things out and it being a completely natural product, there is a small risk of contamination of little bugs mm. and things. So that's just is life. <laughs> it's just nature. Um, so, yeah, I've been pretty lucky with that because all the, um, the supplies I have are all really good. So I've been... Yeah, super lucky with that. But that's, I guess that's a possible hurdle that I could come across. I just had like a very evil thought when you said that and I hope no vegans are listening. But I was like, <laughs> they're just going to get boiled in the teapot anyway. <laughs> I know, they are. They, are. they won't survive. Protein. No, there's definitely no bugs in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that is like, 
I guess there's more chance of that happening being completely organic yes. than if I was a non-organic tea company. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always know when I take my veggies home from the markets and I buy organic and if I see a little caterpillar or a bug on there, mm. I, I actually quite like it. I feel quite confident because I'm Yeah, like, hey. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to eat my veggies, then I want to eat my veggies too. Yeah, because exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're smart. Like they don't know. They know to eat, eat the good stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so we were talking about values. So, um, organic and handmade, is there anything else? Yeah, I guess that there's just no like manufacturing, um, there's no manufacturing process for any part from complete start to finish. Mm. It's all handmade and slow, um, small batches. Um, also that all of my packaging is, comes from, um, sustainable resources and it's all, um, all recyclable so I've made sure that it's all paper yeah there's a little wooden peg as well which is obviously recyclable love the wooden um, peg yeah everyone loves the peg mm-hmm. <laughs> um and there's a little tiny wooden spoon in there as well so yeah it's all paper and wood which um is the most um environmentally friendly packaging I could have possibly found so you now live and work out of Byron yeah how was that transition for you from a business perspective um, well, now when I think about it, it was two years ago and I was kind of making things to order. So that means that I've only really had stock on hand because I moved up in a tiny gulf with my whole life in there. So I didn't actually have any stock. So moving the business wasn't so hard. It's actually been the best thing ever for the business. Mm. Um, but yeah, physically moving everything was fine. Um, but now when I think about that, if I had to move my warehouse, I would have a small meltdown. I think <laughs> so much stock and so many things there. But um, yeah, moving up here was just the best thing. Like the space that I'm able to rent in town would just cost me a fortune in Sydney mm. um, or in like a bigger city. Um, yeah, it's just, it's been the best thing for my business. I've had the ability to grow just so so um dramatically yeah and what do you think were the factors behind that um there's just really beautiful support in the community up here I think like at the start I wasn't you know everyone really supports local which is really really lovely um so yeah obviously at the start I wasn't considered local yet so it's taken a little while to kind of get um you know for people to get to know it and now people like oh wow CET everywhere and it's kind of spread itself out throughout Byron and um yeah, the whole community up here is just amazing. Like people are opening a cafe and they just always want to use a, um, a local or all local businesses if they can to source all of their um, supplies from. Yeah. Um, but then there's obviously a lot of tea companies in Byron as well, so a little bit of competition there, but that's okay. People can choose what they want and I'm just, yeah, super lucky to have people choose me, which has been so nice. Yeah. And do you think that Byron's had an impact from a consumer perspective, like how they view the brand based on where it's coming from? Yeah, I think I don't write it on my branding. Um, I do, like I mention it in my social media and mm. things like that, um, just because I don't want to make it too, I don't know, some people really like that and some people don't really want to know about it yeah yeah totally (laughs) so if I just don't write it then it's not you know it's for everyone um but yeah I think yeah a lot of people do really love you know it's a big it's a pretty health conscious 
um, town here. Like it is in, you know, everywhere. But I think Byron, people think of Byron as this like chilled out, amazing, you know, hippie place where just everyone's really healthy. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think some people, some people really love that and other people would just like, no, it comes from Byron. It's just like it comes from anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really had many people comment on that. Um, what is your favorite thing about the business? Like, what do you enjoy doing most, do you think? Um, I really like, <laughs> in terms of my life, owning the business, <laughs> I would say being able to have a lunch break whenever I want and go surfing, go and do yoga and come back to work. Um, I can sit in bed if I want and work. I can <laughs> do the flexibility of it is so good. Um, but then on like a creative side, I think, yeah, getting creative and making new blends is one of my favorite things to do. I'm making one at the moment. Um, so taste testing and that's like what I imagine my life to be like is just taste testing teas all day, which happens probably once a year. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably one of my, that's definitely one of my most favorite parts about it is getting creative and thinking of new ideas and um getting feedback from people and what they love about it and, um, yeah, and then the constructive stuff to change it, to make it all, make it perfect before it goes out and becomes a new blend. So what, like, what's involved in the creation of a flavour? Where do you, where do you start? Do you start with the health benefits or do you start with the flavour? Um, definitely the health benefits. So I would brainstorm, like, all of the herbs that I kind of make an imaginary client in my head and think what, herbs I would give them and in what ratio and then I just kind of brainstorm all of the herbs and then I think about the flavor obviously if one of them is really quite pungent or something I just won't put it in Mm. um if yeah and so then I I'll just kind of yeah mix it all just come up with a lot of different ratios of all of the um all of the ingredients and then taste them all and yeah, I also make sure that I'm putting in – I'm looking at dosage as well. So I'm not going to – in a tea, it's very safe, but I'm also just looking at, you know, something like poke root, um, which I don't use in a tea yet, but that's something that I would only use a little bit of because it's such a low dosage um, range for in a herbal tincture. So something like that. Like I just – I'm always thinking about the, the safety of them as well. So on that note, if someone wanted to – gain the benefits of a herbal tea how much of it do you need to be drinking um for things like um some bloating or some like some digestive upset I would say a cup of tea is definitely going to help um if it's if they're really good quality herbs um and they're organic and um you know there's a few different things like using things like tea bags are going to be um, detrimental to the um, the constituents of the tea, so just things like they're going to release their own chemicals, and um, so yeah, if there's a if it's a good quality organic, um, and it's been stored right, and all of those things, so it's kept all of its medicinal values in there. Um, I would say one cup can definitely definitely make a, a difference. Um, same as like nervous system herbs. So things like passion flower and lavender and chamomile, they they can definitely have a really nice um, a really nice yeah beneficial effect on on the body as well in just a cup of tea. I have been serving 
made tea sweet treat and mint cacao at inspired lunar nights yeah and everybody's obsessed with them but we are going through sweet treat very fast yeah (laughs) because i think i do a hard sell on it it is my favorite tea yeah you love that one (laughs) yeah i do i love it so much can you tell everybody what's in it yeah yeah and maybe what the benefits of it are yeah sure um so sweet treat i made that because people I had so many people when I started the business say, I get sugar cravings, what can I do about it? And, you know, I could go so deep on sugar cravings. It can be a million different things. Um, and a tea is, it's a nice little, I don't know, if someone, if a client came to me with that, then I would look at things like magnesium and, you know, adrenals and all of these other things. But there's also some really beautiful herbs that can make you kind of trick you into thinking that you're having a sweet treat. I guess that's why I called it that. Um, so marshmallow and uh, marshmallow root and licorice root are both in it and there's um, they are quite sweet but they don't raise blood sugar levels so you're still getting the beautiful taste of you know a sweet tea without any kind of you know detrimental effects on the body Um, so both um, licorice and marshmallow have a mucilage effect so they help digestion by um, they help um, you know, heal mucous membranes all over the body. So that's all like soft, mus- uh, soft muscle, smooth muscle tissue. Sorry. Um, yeah. So really beautiful healing properties. Um, also, ginger is really good for circulation. So that's going to. Um, it's also another anti-inflammatory. So that's going to help. Um, you know, get everything moving a little bit. If some people are kind of feeling a bit tired and having some sweet cravings, like this afternoon, you know, slumps that people get. Um, ginger's like a nice little kick just to get the circulation going. Um, maybe provide a little bit of energy and then that might be a little, you know, that's why people are craving sweets because they're just craving a little bit of an energy kick, which is maybe a little bit of stagnant, um, you know, stagnant circulation, I guess. Um, and there's also rose petals in there, which are really high in antioxidants. So antioxidants are it's called a free radical scavenger. So they're going to go around the body and look for these free radicals, which are, um, I'm sorry, I'm about to get really um, into chemistry here, but it's an unpaired electron, which is going to go around and damage cells. So what an antioxidant does, it will come and um, it will prevent that damage that this free radical is going to cause to the body. So that's why I put the antioxidant in there as well. So just if there's inflammation going on, that's going to cause damage to the body and then the antioxidant is going to come and prevent that and heal it, as well as the healing mechanisms of the um, marshmallow and the krish. Yeah, and then the ginger. I just got a little bit carried away with that answer. I know. I was just going to say it's really yummy. I really, I, I just really like how the spiciness of the ginger contrasts with the sweetness of the licorice yeah, and the marshmallow, right? Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I can't really do just a straight licorice tea. I can, but I really like that. Yeah, I really like the spiciness of the oh, ginger. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's so delish. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite flavour? Oh, it changes all the time. Um, I hadn't had sweet treat in so long and then – Last night I had friends over and I'm on this no I'm on a, another treatment for my 
my fun digestive system. So it's zero sugar. And last night all my friends came over and they had ice cream for dessert and I was just sitting there and I was like, I really want sweets. And I had a sweet treat tea and I loved it again all of a sudden because I just, you know, I just have too much of something and then get sick of it. But yeah. I think that's my new favourite again. Oh, yay! Yeah, but then the robust turmeric chai, mm. I never get enough of that. That's definitely a favourite. Yeah, I love that one too. What milk do you have that one with? Um, Usually at the moment I'm having coconut cream. Mm. Yeah, but then I'll usually make my own cashew milk. Um, what's your What's your best seller? Um, I would say Energize and the robust oh. turmeric chai. Yeah, I think the Energize kind of just appeals to – you know, most people. What's in it? Lemongrass, papaya, cinnamon, and ginger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the, you know, your standard lemongrass and ginger, but then a couple of added delicious things in there. So, yeah, I think that people see that and they're like, oh, that's that's going to be like a safe option. Like I think everyone knows what all those things are. Um, and it's also, yeah, super delicious. And did you say you were working on a new flavour? I am, yeah. Um, I get asked all the time if I have a detox tea. Okay. I don't like the word detox personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it if I'm talking about, um, you know, the liver detoxification pathways or something, but not in the way of, you know, going on a strict detox and like detoxing yeah. everything out. Um, so I've called it cleanse. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So they're just all different herbs that are going to be working on the lymphatic system and um, digestive system, um, liver detoxification, and yeah few antioxidants in there as well and when do you think that will be available um i'm not sure yet we're testing we're taste testing at the moment um and then there's all of the fun you know i have to go back to the graphic designer and get my labels done and all that sort of stuff so hopefully in the next couple of months there's lots of changes and things going on at the moment so um yeah i hope i hope i can get it done in the next couple of months Mm, exciting yeah so what's, uh, apart from the new flavour, what's next for made tea? Um, well, I'm going to graduate in a couple of months. So Ooh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. So um, in terms of made tea, I think that, well, I have these new tea flasks coming. I think that's going to be a whole new kind of thing. Like people are getting pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited about those. Yeah. So I think that made tea just kind of keeps doing its thing. I don't really, I don't have any massive... Um, you know, plans, future plans for it. But um, in terms of me, I think I'll probably start, you know, maybe open a little shop front clinic, hopefully. Yeah, cute. Um, yeah, and then obviously May Tea will be involved in all of that and I can start prescribing my um, teas <gasps> to clients and, yeah, have it all in one one little shop front, which would be amazing. That's my dream anyway. It's not, it hasn't actually started happening yet. I need to graduate first. No, that's really exciting though. I <laughs> yeah. feel like you've been studying forever, but it probably hasn't been that long. It's not you feel like I have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I really have, but that's all good. It's been fun. Good. And that's all that matters really, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I don't want to stop studying. Oh, well, that's so good. Well, yeah. you know what? Life is a lifelong then. study. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so if people want to purchase some of your delicious tea, where do they go to do that? Um, so on my very pretty new website, um, it's just www.madetea.com. So it's spelled M-A-Y-D-E-T-E-A.com. Um, and then I have an Instagram as well, which I post some pretty pictures of all my teas and things on there. And that's just um, made tea or one word. 
Beautiful. It is a beautiful account. You've curated it very beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. How was your um, recent trip to Bali? Oh, it was amazing. Mm. It was so good. I thought that I was going to get over there and um, <laughs> I was like, I'm really excited to get over there so I'll have time to go through my email inbox. No. <laughs> and it didn't happen and I was oh, so happy with myself that it didn't happen because <gasps> I'm so bad at not working. <laughs> Kate, I've just clicked onto your website. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's so nice. I'm oh, so happy. It's so different to the last one. Yeah, I've got all new photos and everything. It's oh yeah, it's so gorgeous. easy. To then, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm so happy with it. <gasps> Is this also Smackbang? Yeah, okay. yep. Smackbang made that. Um, and then my friend Kat Parker did all of the photography for it. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. You should be very proud of it. Yeah, well, I didn't make it. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you overlooked it. It was the template, so I I put in all of the products, and I actually did have to get a little bit tech savvy with it all. Yeah. But yeah, the design work I didn't do, oh, <laughs> which I did Beautiful. Quit. Yeah. Cool. All right, honey. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. Oh, please, thank you. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to hang out with me a little bit more, come and join me on Instagram at The Inspired Table. I am loving Insta stories at the moment. And I would love to spend as much time as I can hanging out with the likes of you. And if you live in Sydney, I would love you to come and hang out with me at my next Inspired Lunar Nights event. The next one's booked into the calendar for September 28th and tickets are on sale now through the website, theinspiredtable.com.au forward slash events. And for everyone else who isn't in Sydney, I've got some very exciting news on the way, but you'll have to stay tuned to find out. Thank you.